episode 36 of just hang in my microphone is way too loud and uh yeah we're just hanging Mm. episode 36 uh we're very predictable at this point we're doing a wrestling podcast this is about one stroke away from being a wrestling podcast (laughs) fun fact we're the only podcast to as more episodes when we upload more episodes our followers go down we have an inverse effect. Uh, I don't know what that means, but we got it, baby. You, I think you know exactly what it means. Uh, I'm just going to pretend I don't, but uh, yeah, it's your favorite podcast recorded in Siggy's room. Uh, still not winning. Still not top five. Still not even top five. Okay, well, it's it's a podcast recorded in Siggy's room. Wait, How's I that? need to check with the lawyers. <laughs> Okay. We don't have money I'll for a legal it. team. Okay, so the Lacrosse open. Jaybird is here. Uh we want to talk about some wrestling. Do I? I mean we set up the mic, so we better fucking talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Alright, guys, welcome to episode 36. We're gonna talk about AEW double or nothing. I'm gonna hit the intro. Um if you know, you know. And you know. You know? I think I know. Do you know though? I think I do. I like blew my own ears out when I started. I'm becoming, I'm becoming, Why, why are you doing this? That might be the best entrance music I've ever heard. I think that's fair to say. What, what other theme song gets you as riled up as that? Batista. It, Batista. Oh. Yeah, you know, uh, mine would be Riho's. Ah, uh, <laughs> all right, Japanese. end the podcast, end the podcast. Uh, no, 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 stay with me. Uh, I don't know if I want to. After that'd be that. a fun podcast, the top whatever. I mean, we don't have, make any money. We don't have any ad revenue, so we can just play the music. I mean, what are... <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, Are you saying we're, that we're not going to also sell to Spotify and reinforce that? Uh, we're not even worth suing. So, <laughs> I mean, you could just take down the stream, I guess. Save me 18 bucks a month. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, 
making our position clear here. We're doing great things here at uh, Siggy's Podcast. Not Siggy's um, Podcast. Just God hanging. damn. Just hanging. And we're hanging. A subsidiary of Siggy's Podcast. <laughs> I'm Sig Industries. Uh, okay, so it's a wrestling podcast, so we'll let Jesus take the lead. And then we have some fun little just talking about wrestling to do after. But uh, take it away. Okay, so we're going to do what our usual thing is, which is run down the card. And then just kind of give our quick thoughts on each match. We're going to go a little more in depth with the final match today because it's it's something. <laughs> it's definitely something. Yeah. I um, don't know what, but I, yeah, it, is, and, and it so, is something. Thank you, C, for making that clear. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, let me know. I'm your input here, is valued here. I'm here for the next hour. Oh, so. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not happy about it either, buddy. Let's get, let's get it going. Not as unhappy as me. Okay, so we had one match which we didn't watch because it was in the pre-show. It was a private party versus the best friends for the number one contendership. Okay. Who's even... Oh, it's still Hangman Page and... Yeah. So I watch it casually and Jesus watches it. Do you watch it still? Every other week usually. Okay. Just to try to keep up. Yeah, so take that as you will. Yeah, we're not very informed with all this shit right now, but it looks like this was uh, Private Party's comeback match. They had been out for like two months or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, best friends ended up winning this. That makes sense. Especially during these times, you want to give it to the workhorses, the ones that show up every week. Yeah, but isn't it better just where it's at? Because it's the top guys? Well, no, I mean like you want to give the opportunities and stuff like that to the guys that are oh. always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause... Private Party just came back. If they won, there really wouldn't have been any fanfare. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's, there's no, no fanfare, but yeah. Yeah. So, Best Friends won. Can't talk much in detail. We didn't watch it. So now, the first match in the actual card was the Casino Ladder Match. So, this was a little different from your regular ladder match. It was kind of like a Royal Rumble mixed with the ladder match. I still don't get it. It's just more people add on as you go. Yeah, so you, it's like a Royal Rumble where you start with two. Yeah, but no beginning. one gets eliminated. No. So it's not a Royal but it's more like a... It's not a gauntlet match. It's the Royal Rumble. <laughs> no, because you can eliminate people from Royal no, Rumble. No, I'm saying it's like a Royal Rumble ladder match because like... Because every just, two minutes someone yeah. enters. Yeah. Okay. But tell me another match type that does that. No, I'm saying it's not a Royal Rumble because you don't get eliminated from... It's just like a shit show money in the bank. Basically, you start off with two. They keep adding every couple of minutes until they have all the competitors. But how many people was it? I think it was eight. Oh, so it's, yeah. Okay. Royal Rumble money in the bank mixture. Yeah. They're just trying to not copy whatever WWE is doing. Yeah. They're just trying other shit. Okay. So um, I think we started out with SCU and then we just kind of kept adding, adding and on. As I kind of expected... The winner of this was the surprise entrant, which ended up being. They call him Cage. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Brian Cage. Finally, we had just been talking about how he hadn't shown up. They signed him like a while ago. Yeah, I think it had been like a month when the news broke that he had gotten a contract. And but it makes sense. I mean, they kind of held on long enough because they were hoping they could come back with crowds, with crowds, so that he could get a pop. But. Uh, yeah, you have to you just kind of go for it, and yeah. then double or nothing is one of their bigger ones, if not, it's like the second biggest. Yeah, of whatever. It's like their, it's like their yeah. SummerSlam. Oh yeah, or say. or a Royal or a Royal Rumble. Yeah, especially now with that kind of match. Mm-hmm. If they make out a tradition, then yeah, 
but yeah, I, like like Matt Hardy came out with no fans. Um, and what was it? Brody Lee, Luke Harper came yeah. out on the same night. I think he came out with no fans. So yeah. yeah, you could only hold out for so long. And I mean, I think him coming in and kind of dominating—they booked him strong as shit. Yeah, they went fucking full monster push, and it made sense because his manager was Taz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were also talking about how Taz should have been a bigger part of the commentary team, mm-hmm. but that's because he wasn't because he's a manager now. Yeah, right. The human suplex machine is training the machine. Wasn't that something at a point? They call him the machine something? Yeah, he that was his thing in Lucha Underground. I'm a machine. Oh, there you go. That That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so makes sense. Uh, We know he's good. We've seen yeah, he's him do a good shit wrestler. before, yeah. And then he can fight um the big matches, and he could also fight like luchadores and shit. Yeah. You said he was at Impact. I don't really watch Impact. So. Yeah, he was at Impact. He was the one that actually defeated Lashley on his way out, so they were pushing him to the moon on Impact as well. I think he won the world championship, but, you know. Money. It's Impact. Yeah, and then, uh, I mean, he doesn't have 5,000, so. <laughs> that was the funniest call because I, I had just said that looks like an F5 times a thousand and then they were like oh my god in that five thousand and i was like like, hmm apparently i'm booking AEW as well now jesus is such a loser that he can tell you what's gonna happen weeks before and that that (laughs) that goes for any company well no i was gonna say and that we saw that even later with the the final match where i was literally calling the bits yeah so he was literally saying like they should do blank and then fucking two minutes later it was like oh yeah so i mean jesus is either stupid enough to write for any (laughs) wrestling company or brilliant enough to write for it depends who's looking at it Uh, i'm an idiot yeah i I would say so (laughs) they they take the least the load of the road of least resistance with everything and if that doesn't describe my brother i don't know I don't know what does. Thank you. Yeah, just a backhanded compliment for you. Uh, but Cage wins, and so that gives him a number one contender. Gets a title match. Title I match. believe at their next pay per view. I think it's Fighter Fest or something like that. Okay. I, I don't know their pay per view. So who has the title right now? The main title. We'll discuss that later. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah. So well, we know who, but yeah, keep we going. know who, but yeah progression you know sure okay so after that match we had jungle boy versus mjf unsurprisingly mjf wins continues his undefeated streak in AEW. i think he's like nine and oh or something like that yeah but this was a good match i mean they both know how to wrestle pretty well mjf is still heel gold mm-hmm. absolutely i think best heel that they have in the company still i mean yeah, because Jericho went goofy with it. Yeah, he went a completely yeah, different like way with it. That whole stable thing is, is just goofy. It's not complete heel heat because everyone sings this theme song and everyone kind of cheers for them ironically. Yeah. So, He's yeah. not really a heel. Yeah. Yeah. But You know what is heel? What? Uh, Hangman Page's drinking problem. <laughs> it's bug strong <laughs> and it's winning. <laughs> I don't it's know how it's going to pay since... off, but <laughs> I don't think it's, it's going to be off. bad. Um. They yeah. don't have any great, great heels aside from that. Yeah. And then just... Cage came in as a face, pretty much. Is he going to... They haven't really said. He's going to walk looks the like, line. Well, from what I can tell, it looks like it's going to be heel. Because Taz was talking to Darby Allen, 
I think for weeks where he was trying to like tell him to be his mentor. Mm-hmm. But Darby was like, I don't want to do that. And so when Cage immediately came out, he just started beating up on Darby Allen. Oh, okay. So, so it looks like that's the feud they're going to set up for. They're just doing Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I wasn't really invested in that match. I thought it was whatever. Yeah, it was like it was a good match, but like I'm not a. I don't they like do this a lot boy. where they just have a match. Yeah. And then you're supposed to be like. And they oh, did oh. let her breathe and everything, but they let every match breathe. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, <laughs> they just go, oh, these two guys can fight. They would be good in theory, right? Yeah. And this was. I like MJF. I don't really like Jungle Boy, his whole gimmick. I think it's pretty dumb. Yeah. It's pretty. Like I said, goofy. I'm fucking indifferent. I was not invested. I'm not invested in the product in general, so. It was yeah. like, okay. Yeah, and then like, we see these kinds of gimmicks, the Dark Order and shit like that. It's like... <sighs> it's just as bad as WWE, though. Yeah, no, it's... I've, I've just been watching WWE longer. Yeah, no, it's about on par. Yeah. So, at least you can say that. You are definitely on par with WWE. Yeah. Not very... That's what your accomplishment yeah, was. <laughs> not very exceptional. So, MJF goes over. Obviously. And then... Then we had the TNT Championship match between Cody and Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the fucking title was presented by Mike Tyson. Yeah, but he's yoked. He is super yoked. He's fucking buff as shit. What is he, 50? He's 52? 53? Jesus I, I think so. Let me see. Mike Tyson. He looks like a fucking monster. Like, we know that we he's been training to do a comeback fight or whatever. 1966. I don't do math. 66. 4. Then that's at 34 plus 20. 54. He's 54. Okay. So he's up there. And uh, he's still as awkward as ever. Mm -hmm. He came out. He was like making weird looking faces. And he was holding the title super stiff and weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know his stiff arms. (laughs) Yeah. When he used to do the DX. But no, yeah. Like he was just like, like it looked weird. (laughs) And then the title still looks weird because they haven't finished it. What do you mean? You weren't watching? I didn't see the title. Actually. No, they said that it, the title's undone. They're like, uh, because of the COVID whatever, it's supposed to be plated in more gold. Um, That's why it looks so bare. I was going to say, because from what I saw, it was just what, silver? Yeah. It but just they like said it wasn't bare... done. None of the accent work and the gems and stuff have been put on. Oh, so. uh, okay. I didn't hear that. So, yeah, that's actually important to know. Um, Unsurprisingly, Cody won. <laughs> right the guy the guy that has run. 10 minutes of pyro <laughs> <laughs> how did he have a triple h entrance in that venue like what the fuck man he has it at any venue well he has the whole fucking light of god and then lift no and then he comes yeah he comes out from the bottom <laughs> exactly then... you understand so you broke the throne oh my god he's shattering the industry by doing the same thing um sure fine yeah you know they have all these like little idiosyncrasies and stuff they're like oh like we have records and blah. none of it fucking matters it's wwe no 100 <laughs> no shittier think, stories i was gonna say i think they said what they don't they reset every year well yeah cause, and then there's AEW dark <laughs> and then the unsanctioned matches, the unsanctioned matches. Like, oh, they were count. they were abusing those so much during the well, yeah, beginning because they realize that they can't do that for a show that comes out every week like yeah no it's ridiculous it's so dumb like they should have either like a tournament that is all year round and then you do records at the end like there's certain matches 
But yeah, I if wouldn't go, mind the tournament. If yeah. you go like every single match counts, blah, 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 just like the G1, like why not something like that, right? Yeah. It's a tournament, you prove, and then whatever happens when you're building story now has to be an unsanctioned match because if not, you fuck up the records. Exactly. You can't have weird dusty finishes because then that's a loss Somehow on your record. Somehow Kenny Omega still has a losing record. <laughs> yeah. It's another <laughs> With one. unsanctioned matches and shit like that. It's like, how do you still have a losing record? It's like, why do we book our best guy like shit? Exactly. Um, so yeah. this was kind of an unremarkable match. I feel like if you've seen one Cody match, you've kind of seen them all. He only has one story to tell. He's the underdog. He comes from behind. He beats the other guy. This was kind of sad though for Lance Archer. Up to this point, he was looking very strong, booked like a monster. And, uh, this match felt like it kind of, you it, think it brought him down a step? It brought him down a step, not necessarily because he lost. But because I think they threw out Jake the Snake Roberts at one point, and then he was completely useless after that. Now, do you think that was to service the story? That's where I have my problem. So is he just a monster when Jake the Snake is there? Because then that makes him weak as shit if they ever break him up or something. Like, mm-hmm. well, uh, didn't Cody cheat too? Because Arn Anderson, yeah, yeah, Arn was there and he was fucking shit I think up. He too. got thrown out too. Yeah. They both got thrown out. And then see, it was like Cody one was on one. Ne- see, but Cody was never meant to be like well, stronger than Archer. Yeah, but that's why I was like, so you have a heel monster guy fighting a heel guy? Well, because he cheats. I mean, yeah, he does cheat. He's not a full face. He's like a tweener, right? Because yeah. in his eyes, he's a face, but mm-hmm. all his actions are like heel. Yeah, it's kind that of That was like... weird in New Japan, too, because it was like, he's an asshole, uh, but he's part of the good guys. No, nah, in New Japan, he was heel. Yeah, but I'm he, saying, he like, <laughs> but here he does the same shit, and he's like, nah, I'm face. Yeah. Because I like, own the company. And it's like. And I get cheered on by everyone. Yeah. It's like, but your actions don't Everyone's show Everyone's just it. thankful they got a fucking check, dude. Like, <laughs> like it would have been fine if uh, Arn Anderson would have interfered by, like, messing up Jake the Snake or something, or, like, getting rid of him. But no, he was fucking with. Yeah, uh, no, he pulled uh, Archer's leg while he was on the top rope, so yeah that's like, a heel move that, that's what i'm saying it's like not even like oh they were cheating so he just undid it he was cheating but <laughs> yeah exactly it's, it's, i don't know and I, I don't even think jake the snake gets involved he just watches that well probably can at this point but well i know that's why like he doesn't distract or anything like that he that's just, what i'm saying like that's usually where it not so heal but you can do something and interfere but they didn't even do that so it was just kind of weird to what, what were you going for mm-hmm. like He's doing heel shit, and he's the monster heel. Yeah. Who do I really go for? I guess Cody, because he's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, he's been doing the same story for a bit. And it, then when every he, match. And then when he story. runs out of this story, it's something with his brother. Yeah. I fucked with my brother. <laughs> exactly. Now I gotta fuck well, him up. It's funny you say that, because that was... That story was in between this story when yeah. he fucked up Dustin, uh, I think, the round before this one. Yeah, and then he's like, you've taken it too far. Exactly. <laughs> I must go full Triple H. <laughs> Golden shovel, everyone. Uh, so, yeah. That's why I'm surprised MJF got a win over him. And then Tyson was involved in what way? He got them kicked out. They asked him. Yeah, they asked seen... him, did you say anything? And he was like, get the fuck out of here. He was just chilling, big chilling. Yeah, but you didn't do anything else I, until I think like post match he like took off his shirt and he's like, get the fuck back. Yeah, he was that was during the match or after? I think it was after. Oh, okay. I mean he just wanted to show Because I think like, Cody was trying to celebrate and then he was like, You leave him to fucking celebrate or whatever. 
It was his win or some shit. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. He was like respecting his honor, yeah. his honorable win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, honorable. Okay, well, I mean, having Mike Tyson is pretty cool. Um, I think since they're still a young brand, having that endorsement, no matter what, what, no matter what he did, yeah, that's that's people going, oh, they had Mike Tyson on. Okay, that's pretty legit. Yeah, that's what I figured that they were going uh, for. Yeah, that's all it's for. It's just to say, hey, look, we're a real wrestling. Still company. not as good as EX. Yeah, well, I mean, that was during the height of his power. When that he was when DX. he was killing people. <laughs> yeah, now he's something else. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that match was okay. It was all right. It was good, yeah. Yeah, like, it's what you expect. Next one was a on-the-fly move because I think it was supposed to be Chris Statlander versus Britt Baker, but Britt Baker got injured on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. So instead, they put in Penelope Ford. She's the one that runs around with... Uh, the British guy. What's the guy with glasses? <laughs> talking to the wrong. Wait, give me a second. Person. Kip Sabian. There you go. That guy. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about either of these two. Obviously, there was no build because it was a different match. Yeah. Um, the match was fine though. Mm. I still think their women's division is not as strong. They have like four people. Not even four, honestly. Yeah. They have about three. Two maybe because they have Statlander. Baker's been getting better. Well, they have Nyla Rose. She's still she's still solid. There's just not. She don't know what to do with she. Well, she's gonna become like a Nia Jax type, like in everything because she's the monster that can like do the. But what about the little bees? Little bees buzzing around. You go buzz off. Yeah, she just needs to get better at promos. But I mean that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Britt Baker's not. Man, great up promo. Lately, she's been really good. Yeah, supposedly. she's been on a hot streak. Uh, Statlander's an alien, right? So <laughs> from what galaxy? Say the Andromeda galaxy. <laughs> Literally, you looked up galaxies, and it's the one with an A. Like <laughs> it's the first one. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, and then the Japanese girl. It's the same thing as WWE. They can't really deliver a promo. Well, no, they can't. So it's like well. And then Brandy has to get involved most of the time because she's one of the few that can talk, but she can't wrestle. Surprisingly, I don't think she came out on the show, did she? I think she, maybe to help Dustin she came out afterwards. Dustin, but yeah. like, yeah, but but what I'm saying is that's the strength of your witness division. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you saying the Nightmare Collective was not the strength of the women's division? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it so was, it was that, it was that group that fucking uh, Brandy had with um, what's her name, Awesome Kong. Yeah. Where they were like cutting people's hair or whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, just me. I'm not that interested. <laughs> it was god awful and they canceled it immediately. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. So, anyways, back to the match. Statlander, she's. Did they make her look strong? They did, right? She looked really strong. They gave. It was a lot more hard fought than I thought it was going to be because I thought this was yeah, going to be a jobber a match. match. Yeah. You think they, were, they did it because they were trying to fill time? Because it would have been really short. I don't know. I, I thought it went pretty. The show went pretty long with the last match. Yeah, that was that was a bit. It was it was a, well, quite a while. I don't think they needed to fill time. I think they just wanted to establish make her a Ford little a little more. That makes sense though. You need all the fucking you need people. You can you need get. bodies in here. You need someone. You need a big signing for the women. Honestly. Well, no, they didn't really release any. No, of the, they did not. No, WWE <laughs> kept all the women. They kept all the women because they know that it's scarce out there. Well, because they were scarce for so long, like yeah. they're barely getting to a point where they have two whole Decent, rosters. Yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, the match was fine. It's just that, again, that's a strength and also a detriment to AEW, how they're like, this is a cool match. And it's like, well, wrestling, this isn't UFC. Yeah. Like, you can't just like, oh, I want to see him fight here. Usually you need a bit of a story just to get you to watch it, because if not, you can't tell a story in the ring either. Well, you need a story, and then you need chemistry. Some people just don't work off each other as well, and they just kind of put together people. Because they're like, he's good, and he's good. Yeah, it's like, but maybe they don't mesh. Yeah, but most of the time they do. But what I'm saying is that in order to be invested in the match as a whole, like, the Kenny and fucking Okada five-star matches, they didn't just put them against each other. Like there was kind of, even if they weren't just constantly back and forth, there was like a narrative. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like at least a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's the best. Yeah. Like you can't have spots or anything like that if you don't have anything underlying. Or or the match can't have a story itself because there's no story between them. And then you just say, well, they're both of them are good. They can just come up with a match. Sure. They can. And then the problem is. And then um, it just becomes a finisher fest. I was going to say, and the problem is that. They have the mentality of an indie match, of an indie promotion. You're only going to see this once. You're only going to see this once, and then you can kind of do whatever you want on an indie match because it has a very different vibe. Yeah. But they're they're pushing themselves to be a... Well, now they're starting to... The week-to-week type of shit. It's starting to look a lot more familiar. Yeah, because they were like, we're going to put a five-star match every week with everyone. It's like, no. It's not a five-star match if you redo the same shit every time. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) If you do do that, it has to be like once a year, and then you get excited for it, you have a buildup, but mm-hmm. every week, you can't do that. So now they're finally getting to the point in Dynamite, I, I can watch it from time to time and be like, okay, they have kind of stories going on. Because before, it was just, oh, these two guys against each other, and it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, they're just random guys. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they should have some kind of, a, the the seeding should like do some kind of tournament. I would, or whatever. I would appreciate a tournament. I mean, they just did NXT. a tournament for the TNT title because that's the only way you could really do it. Like, yeah, and then NXT is doing running their basically um G one that gets you involved without a story cause because the story is the tournament. Yeah, the but yeah, even with and that's how you protect guys that can't do promos. And even the tournament itself gives you a story because it could be an underdog fighting through or a dominant guy losing at the end or something like. Yeah, there's literally there's stories that can be built off the tournament. I was so. gonna say literally the shit that we've been seeing in the best, uh, well the NXT tournament that we've been seeing. Drake Maverick was the underdog, Kushida was the ace, and you have Hijo del Fantasma doing basically the arrival. It's like yeah. this is my debut and I'm gonna make an impact. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the tournament itself gives you plenty of lines. stuff. Yeah, yeah, but they're getting there they're they're starting to get to a point where they finally feel comfortable with the week-to-week thing yeah at first it was very stunted it was was like let's do all in every week and And it's it's like like, you can't do that you can't do that you can't do that that's and then i thought i was like why do you think wwe does what it does if if it was a better way for them to do that week to week they would have figured it out (laughs) they've been for 30 years and at least up to this point they've been the most successful and the only way they could get it to be a week-to-week thing is like that. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't just give them... That's what pay-per-views are for. Yeah. You can't give them a five-star match on a Wednesday. 
and then that's it. Who's going to pay the $60? We don't like to pay the $60. We usually don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's just because it doesn't seem worth it to me. I mean, it's too much. Realistically, the only thing that would have been worth $60 here is that stampede match at the end. But I would not pay $60 for that when I just paid $10 for money in the bank. And for a whole show. It, yeah. Yeah. It's that's like, what I'm saying. Like, sure. But although apparently WWE is regretting that decision too. So, Well, financially for them, it doesn't make sense. But for me, I mean. For the consumer, yeah. Right? I'd rather pay $10 every time. Mm-hmm. So, okay. We went off on a tangent. We really did. What's next? <laughs> Finances about wrestling promotions. So much more interesting. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Let's not lie here. That was probably the most interesting part of this podcast. Yeah, no, 100%. That's kind of sad, but let's move on with the card. So we had Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. (laughs) This is one of the matches where I was like... Ass cheeks. Ass cheeks. Well, literal ass cheeks. (laughs) Literal ass cheeks. I saw saw a fucking... uh, we got we saw perfect ten cheeks. Ah, damn it! I was about to make that joke. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, yeah, we did. We saw some. Uh, those are the cheeks to sit on the chair of the chairman. <laughs> that was the best you could. Uh, <laughs> hey uh, man, fucking I'm running, shit! Just like them, I'm running on fumes. Uh, yeah, that was a match. This was more of a comedic, lighthearted. Yeah, they don't know what to do with Sean Spears. <laughs> I don't think Sean Spears know what to what to do with himself. No, does he even come out with uh his fucking manager anymore or anything? I don't know. You're the one that watches it. Cause I know he had uh, during the match we see his underwear and it had like the face of Tully Blanchard on it. Yeah, on the crotch. Yeah, but I don't know what the hell they do with him. I think he works better on the sideline when he's betting with MJF on shit. I was gonna say they should just put him as a lackey for MJF at this point. Probably or or like them two being assholes or something like, like a faction or something. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs a mouthpiece. I think well, that's why they give him Tully Blanchard. But I think you need to give him someone with a little more use. He's a tag team them. guy, I think. See, and that's the weird part about it. They've never even WWE or anything like no, that. No, they did. He was a Bobby Roode. No, but that was for the Dusty Classic, and it was for one match. Really? I thought that it was, was longer. one match. Oh, okay. No, they had a feud, remember? Yeah, I remember they had a feud when NXT that was, was the catalyst. Uh, very thin, thin, yeah. thin. Yeah, Bobby Roode was champion. Oscar was mollywhopping everyone. And there was no other There was on nothing the going on there. Yeah. But, yeah, so... What is that? A plane? Yeah. Let's let it play out. Yep. All right. Okay. 100% best production available. <laughs> hey, I can't tell you when the fucking plane is going to pass by. We're in quarantine, man. There's no... Just keep going. Alright. So, yeah. This was a funny match, I guess. I don't know why. What's up I with this? I didn't think it was that funny. Well, no. I'm saying it's... <laughs> it's supposed to be a funny quotations. Match. It's meant to be like a more comedic thing. Um, I don't know why... What's up with this whole narrative that they've been doing the past few weeks and shit like that where Dustin's like retiring or something okay i've never seen that before yeah exactly like this i think because at the beginning we see him come out in the suit right sean spears and then he's like he's retired or whatever he's not gonna come out and then oh surprise a fucking prize he came out and he beat the shadow sean spears dustin won the match no shit Mm -hmm. another rose brother win 
Yeah. Okay. I wonder it seems why. to be a trend here. You're right. Oh no. Yeah, so uh, it's not even that noteworthy. Yeah, yeah who cares about this match? Moving. Are we only like one match away now? Two, three. Jesus Christ. It was a long card. Did I sleep through this? Yes. I did? You did. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, you might as well have been sleeping through it. You didn't look at the screen no, ever. I was on my phone. <laughs> exactly. Okay, then give me something compelling to watch. Maybe I'll watch it. Well, we did have something compelling yeah. to watch at the end. Yeah, and I watched that. Exactly. Yeah, so keep going. So next was the women's title match. No oh, DQ. I did watch this. <laughs> Yes. Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. And first time we actually have a new champion. That's right. There it, was no... No, Riho was the Ri- first champion. I don't count it. <laughs> she was for a few months, right? Because she didn't defend. I know. And then when she <laughs> defended, she got destroyed. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Yeah. So this is the third champion. Yeah. they. This was actually a pretty decent match. I liked a couple of the spots that they did. Yeah, they um, they actually did do things. Yeah, and I think this was the best way to frame it because Nyla Rose, the way that she was being booked, I don't think anybody could have beat her, like, clean. Yeah, that's what I said because I didn't know it was a no DQ. Yeah, I thought it was a straight-up match. Yeah, so I, was I was like, like fuck, she's not going to win. No. <laughs> but, yeah, they did make a DQ. Uh, I mean, no DQ. That's what I'm saying. You do still keep Nyla Rose pretty strong. Oh, you they kept her pretty protected. Yeah, because, like, I mean, you had, to, you had to have that stipulation to beat her. Yeah, there was no other way to, like, move the title to someone else realistically. Great Tifa cosplay. That was cool. <laughs> so many nerds were very happy <laughs> that day. Yes. They, well, apparently she has a fan base. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, she's really popular. Makes sense. And uh, that's why they gave her the title. But the match was good. They they did a lot of spots on the poker chips. They had kendo she had, sticks. She had a lot of kendo sticks because, I mean, she already comes out with a kendo stick she anyway. She broke it on her, didn't she? Yeah. yeah, she broke then, it, I think, like, in half or something. And then they broke a table. They like actually, they, they broke a couple of tables, didn't they? Yeah. I think <laughs> Nyla threw her that's uh, right. onto the, was it the gambling table, whatever the fuck that's called? Oh, yeah, on the on the side. Yeah. She, that's right. She threw her over the rail onto that, it broke. And then there was one on the corner yeah, that where, was standing. I think that was Nyla went through that Nyla one. Nyla went through that one. And then we saw the, the, was it the knee, running knee to the poker chip? On the outside. That's right. And then the poker chip collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did a lot. She actually had to beat the shit out of her. Yeah, to, no, they let the her, they let her actually like, this, it looked like a good, like it made sense for the story because I think for a couple of weeks now, I think Sheeta was unbeaten. Yeah. I think she, she hadn't lost. She had like the best record. Yeah. Yeah. She was number one ranked. She had basically just beaten people and one and one and one. And so. See, that's what I'm saying, that that's where the record does work, because then you see, like, oh, she hasn't lost, like, she's been nonstop. And... Do you like the subtitles they had above their entrance? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what you, what did it say? No, not her specifically, but it says really dumb, tacky shit that it's either they think it's funny or, like, it's explaining for the sake of explaining. Like, I think it was one where it was Hangman Page and it says, like, has, has a drinking problem or something mm, like that. That's shit that they're slapping It's their really annoying. Behind the scenes. Yeah, it's <laughs> really dumb. Wait, what did they say? Oh, no, hers was... Oh, okay. Hers, I thought, I thought hers you said didn't they put, say anything. They put no. some shit on there. I was like, No, Whoa. I'm saying they, they've been doing that since, like, the beginning and I don't know why. It mm. doesn't add anything. It's like when they They're WWE just to be now, quirky, yeah. I'm saying it's like when WWE added those fucking long ass descriptions like if Bray Wyatt wins. 
then he gets a first uh, an opportunity at the championship at this specific day at this specific time and it's, it's like, like oh what it's like just say number one contenders <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ if 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 kevin owens walks to the to if he if but he if goes, he has the blue cup and but but because because he's not and uh, <laughs> that's what that's some of those descriptions <laughs> feel like <laughs> you have to read them like three times but what the fuck You're like you missed the comma? <laughs> <laughs> not the wrong your. <laughs> yeah, so well, at least they're not doing that yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was one side that was like, no. <laughs> Don't you fucking Stop dare. It. <laughs> it's either championship match, number one number contendership, or earn the rights to Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> you mean child custody match? <laughs> there you go. Child custody match. See, even that has a better way to say it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, you know, just... Things like that. But anyway. Anyways. Anyways. This match was good. Uh, I like that they gave it to her. I think she has a lot of popularity right now. She's a good wrestler. You think she's going to hold it for a while? Mm, from what it looks like, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't see why not. Maybe they give it to Britt Baker. I'm surprised they haven't given it to her before. Well, now she's injured. So Yeah. So Wasn't she injured last time too? Last For something time. different? Yeah, I think last time it was eye socket. Someone, I think it was, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Sheeta hit her in the fucking face, knocked her shit out. Yeah, and it was a black eye or whatever. And then this time, I think it was jaw or something. Ironically enough, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> knocked a <it> dude <laughs> <laughs> The doctor will see you now. <laughs> so is that her thing? Yeah, that's terrible. It's fucking awful. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that match happened. Uh, then we had. The World Heavyweight Championship between Brody Lee and John Moxley. No, no. Do it right. Fine. John Moxley. All right, you can continue. Okay, I'm happy. I'm glad that you're happy. Uh, versus Luke Harper. No one knows what the <laughs> gag is. Okay, but no I'll laugh it. at this one day. No, you won't. <laughs> you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> That's okay. Keep going. All right. So this was John Moxie versus Brody Lee. They had been building the story for a while. I think Brody Lee debuted by attacking. Oh no, he attacked. Let's see you. But yeah, he's been attacking John Moxley, talking shit about him with his whole fake Vince McMahon gimmick. I did not get that. No, like the weeks after, he's been doing like vignettes mm-hmm. where it's like. He wears a suit and he's acting like Vince, like an exaggerated version of Vince. But Vince is an exaggerated version of Vince. Exactly. No, but the whole Dark Order shit doesn't make sense to Vince. No, it doesn't. That's it why was I look- me, Austin. <laughs> actually, <laughs> it might. It might actually work. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Who's uh, the higher power? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Oh, where's my look crow? Okay, continue. <laughs> I was so checked out during this match. I can't watch John Moxley anymore. I can't. Uh, what was the taping off point? Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> At least he doesn't do the wacky role anymore. Might as well do it. I don't care. <laughs> he comes in a different way every time because he walks his own way. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So yeah, this uh this match was I've heard a lot of people praising it. 
And it's not that it's a bad match. It's that I don't think either of them can put on a particularly good match. They don't, they're not very compatible. That's why. Like wrestling style wise. Like Luke Harper, I like him. Like I like him as a wrestler. I think he can work in certain situations. He can be really effective. But as a leader and like as a mouthpiece, I don't know how well he fits into that role. From what I've seen, it's kind now, of Now, are we not used to it because we're used to seeing him as a lackey? Well, that's why I'm not saying it's outright bad. Yeah. Because I'm not sure if it's just me like subconsciously being, oh, well, he shouldn't be intimidating. He's a lackey to everyone. But right? as the exalted one, wouldn't he be booked stronger than to just be fed to Moxley right away? Well, he didn't necessarily get fed to Moxley. He did kick out of his finisher twice, I think. He also stole then, the title from him beforehand, right? Yeah, he, he came in, in with, with the, the title. title. And then he did, uh, well, he fucking kicked out of his finisher after he took one off of the stairs. And it collapsed and stuff. Shit, I was checked the fuck out. I don't remember that. Remember when he bladed? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that... Well, maybe, like we said, maybe they needed fans there. Because it was not as impactful as they made it seem. Yeah, and that's a kind of a bit of the problem with AEW in general. Is that when they're doing a big spot... They're big fan-oriented product. Because yeah. the fans are so into it. Yeah, like... There's a couple, like, from what we've been seeing with the no fans stuff, WWE has been able to do some spots where it's like, okay, it still flows all right. Like, the Kevin Owens jumping off of... You still anticipate it. You're like, oh. Yeah, you're still like, oh. AEW has a little bit of a problem with that right now. Like, when they do the big spots, it just kind of happens. There's no real buildup towards it. Like, yeah. It's unfortunate, but... Yeah. Yeah. I get why you still have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you might not get the reaction that is expected, but no one is. So yeah, no. Like I said, it's not even that WWE is doing it particularly well. Yeah. I think it's just a struggle to do those kind of big spots when there's no fans because there's no like build up by I the think, crowd. I think the way to go is to do something more theatrical. So something like when the jumbotron breaks, as stupid as that is, yeah. it's, it's very visual. So instead of the fans going, ah, like in person, like you want something that looks a little more like a TV show almost. Like. Well, I think what, what I was going to say, one the thing that I had in mind to improve uh, stuff like that was just the commentating itself. Because I think if they sell you the moment a yeah, little look more. Out, look out, look out, look out. Yeah, like the classic ones where it's like, he tore him in half and stuff like that. I feel like that builds it a little more. Yeah, because there was, was people there, and even then, it, it was pretty that, quiet. Yeah, which so. was surprising. I thought that there would be at least something. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, I mean, everyone's just suffering from not having fans. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely and wrestling, hard. which is so fan dependent on the fans, on the reactions, on the, of everything. Yeah, it's all relying on it's theater, interactive theater. Yeah, the fans will let you know if it's a shit match, mm-hmm. and then you wrap it up. We don't even have that right now. So. No, it's like, if it's a shit match, well, guess oh, what? Well. You're watching the whole thing. Yeah, because, uh, like, boring, boring. Boring. Or the beach ball mania. Beach ball mania. So, the fans have a big interaction. There's a lot of matches that would be half as long nowadays if, if fans were still there, because they'd be bored shitless. Yeah. And as people that have been part of that, you know. <laughs> We've been, uh, We've been, been part of a shitless. fair share, yeah. Yeah, so we've booed and we've cheered. So yeah, I, I just, I, it's just sad that 
there's no fans at wrestling shows. But it looks like both companies are starting to at least put people. Yeah. At true. least people that work there in the and we've said that from the beginning. We're like, if well, AEW was doing that since the beginning. Yeah, but WWE's barely playing catch up on that. Part. That's what I'm saying. But if if you've already if they're tested and they're wrestling anyway. Yeah, just have them just out there. Just have them in the stands. Who cares? There's no kayfabe anymore. It's dead. No, like, we saw Dexter Loomis <laughs> be normal and not kill people. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> he looked like a just guy. Clapping <laughs> and stuff like that. He actually had a shirt on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking murders that, people. That boy ain't right. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, that was that. Obviously, Moxley went over, so that means at the next pay-per-view, we'll see Moxley versus uh, Cage. Mm. that's a very is he gonna lose it i don't think so i think darby's gonna interfere oh okay i was like uh okay okay yeah that yeah. makes sense because uh, i was like because this isn't a like, money you can't have cage lose right away no you can't have cage lose or they might do similar to what they did in lucha underground with him the first time he faced prince puma which was he gets disqualified because he beats the shit out of him so badly that they stopped the match i could see that but you could also keep Moxie strong in that way because he doesn't tap out or anything like that. Yeah, so there's ways to go with it. But yeah, I for sure, you can't pin Cage. There's going to be blood. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be blood. In you this. can't pin Cage oh, in no, his first fuck fucking no. title match. Mm-mm. That's why I'm surprised they put him in the title match so directly. Like, I'm I telling expect- you, he was part of their plans for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was a perfect way to introduce him. But we'll see how they handle that. Okay. Oh, hopefully he doesn't just get fed. Yeah. Okay. Final match now. Well, is it a match? But anyway. Yeah. The what's it called? The Stadium Stampede. So this was the what are they called? The Inner Circle versus the Elite with Matt Hardy. For some reason, yeah. Because he's a young Bucks friend. Yeah. <laughs> the Bucks of Youth. The Bucks of Youth. Uh. This was, uh, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun. It was really fun. There's a lot of moments that I can remember from this that I was, like, giggling at, or I was just like, that was pretty cool. It was cool. just plain stupid fun, dude. I was giggling the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just, you're just having fun. Um, Very reminiscent of, I mean, unfortunately, Money in the Bank happened fucking a month ago. Yeah. So we kind of got exposure to something in this vein um but this i think it's unfair to compare the two because this one was very out there <laughs> oh it was completely <laughs> it was all fan service it was it was just funny like the wrestlers were just open to whatever the fuck everyone had i'm sure everyone was spitting ideas and they were like yeah just fucking dude do they it. looked like they were cracking while they were doing that's, it. <laughs> that's what i'm saying jericho was fucking laughing the whole time sammy Guevara was for sure laughing <laughs> during that sprinkler thing yeah <laughs> oh my god uh so we're not gonna p- we're not gonna recap them but what was your favorite bit i guess we could do that mm. okay favorite bit all right you could have a few but like what was the standout one i was gonna say a standout one we could I, then I we could wrap it up to the end i think it was the matt hardy uh pool bit oh my god where, where this, like, this oh, was the funniest thing where he just, they keep like drowning him and he keeps being reincarnated it's a different version <laughs> he just keeps coming up as a different version and then there's one point where <laughs> it comes out i don't know which version of matt this was but then the fucking thing comes out on the screen where it says Matt Facts or something where he can hold the Oh, that's right. For... And then they're looking at him and they're like, what? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> where'd that come from? <laughs> and then, yeah, they do that whole Looney Tunes reaction where they're about to get out of the, the... pool and then he grabs them and then they go, 
Yeah, they just look at each other what? and then blink, blink. Yeah. <laughs> and then, ah! That was funny. That was really funny. What about you? What did uh, stand out? I really like the the end to end. You mean the hundred yard uh, the, fucking suplex? Hundred yard suplex, just fucking all the way down. He may go all the way. way. I, I liked the bit that they did afterwards with the excessive celebration. <laughs> well, okay, and then it was that, and then Jericho challenging the call with the hammy ref. Oh my god, that was fucking hilarious. And they showed the replay like it was. Yeah, they, fucking... they showed different angles, and it was like, nope, two, two, it was two. keep it going. He said, That's a bullshit call. No, we're fucking rehearsing. <laughs> and then of course they have to have the hammy ref. Oh, be the yeah, main yeah. Ref. she's hilarious everyone knows it <laughs> and then she gets put in the hilarious bits because she's so extra like yeah she like accentuates all the faces i'm and glad stuff. everyone recognizes that because she's been my favorite from day one <laughs> you have you said it jesus from knows beginning. from the beginning when it was still serious <laughs> AEW. i was like she tries way I too forget hard. which match it was where she was like one two and then she moves yeah, through it and, and she uh, looks like she's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And you're like, that's my favorite shit ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're going to show up, it's, it's, it's Red Shoes and then her. Red Shoes jumps into the cover. <laughs> Red Shoes gets fucking down, dude. And he has a fan base. You don't even... <laughs> you know Red Shoes, but do you even know Tiger? Mm-mm. Tiger is the shit as well. He looks like Mr. Miyagi, and he is a wise, oh, wise ref. Oh, I haven't seen him, yeah. <laughs> He's a wise, wise ref. <laughs> See, I'm all for ref personalities, because in, in WWE, all we get is Jersey guy. Well, well, that's one of the strengths of AEW. They have a couple of those, because they were from fucking indie shows. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they have Rick Knox, who was in Lucha Underground before, in PWG. Well, because to get work as an indie ref, you have to stand out in some way, right? Yeah, like, and they're really goofy, so... Yeah, really had built in personality. I think it's hilarious because that just adds to the match itself because the mm-hmm. wrestlers were all being goofy. The inner circle has been goofy for weeks. No, they've been since goofy the since the beginning. Yeah, with a little bit of the bubbly. The bubbly bunch. The bubbly bunch. That was cringe, but it was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I think those two are my favorite bits. Um, shit, I'm going to start naming all of them if I start. <laughs> I was going to say, going. what about the golf cart? The golf cart was funny. It wasn't as funny though, but I thought the the bar was pretty funny where you were like, What if he drags him down the counter like oh, in the movies? Yeah. And then he goes, as soon as he says that, <laughs> Hangman Page does it. Um and then I Hangman thought, Page wasn't in the match for the majority of it because he was drinking. He was drinking at the bar, yeah. Uh again, his greatest enemy is alcoholism. I mean there was a ring they didn't use it <laughs> and then i like that they had uniforms the inner circle they oh just they look like football. complete jackass <laughs> they had fucking football helmets it was hilarious and then they were using them as weapons and then what was it uh ortiz he took it i think i forget what he took to the head but he had the helmet on so he was just like let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty good i mean had yeah i'm gonna start naming all the bits if i if i keep going yeah but, those were like the the big highlights. It was really funny. I I just had a fucking good time. I mean, yeah, that's what it's for. A hundred percent. Just have a good time. Mm-hmm. This is a fucking ridiculous situation we're all in. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking nuts. It's like just entertain me. A hundred percent. And that's why I'm. I have some questions here. I'm like, is this even considered a wrestling match? But. It is entertainment at the end of the day. It's like I said, it's not UFC. You're not there for the fight. 
I think it's I think it does count as wrestling. I don't know if this is a match necessarily. That's but. what I'm saying. Like it, 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 it's not super. We just saw the Undertaker shit. Yeah, uh, and the fucking Firefly Funhouse. And yeah, and WWE and wrestling in general has never been afraid of being fucking goofy. I mean, no. even Lucha Underground was fucking well, hammy. Lucha Underground was that was what made it its core. It was completely fucking ridiculous but they own the and everything there set the predecessors for this i think they were always too scared to go for it yeah but now that you have no choice they're all going for it Mm -hmm. so yeah i think i really enjoy them i've enjoyed all of them i was gonna say there hasn't really been a dull one yeah i I thought money in the bank could have been better even Um, though it was long like the bits weren't really that funny and i think it's just because they couldn't get Obviously, you can't get a, ton, a shit ton of people in the tower. Like yeah. they, they kind of did it with who they had. Although the Vince thing was fun. The Vin- yeah, no, that, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. There was like, good bits in it. Yeah. yeah, there was good bits, but this one was just literally how many comedic bits can we get into this fucking thing? Yeah. And then the spot at the end was perfect because they did they, that one. Yeah, they build up to it really well because they start climbing. Sammy's the last one. He's running yeah. away. <laughs> They're beating his ass. And, like, it, it was... a Vanguard came back for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It was just, like, the the spot itself was big enough mm-hmm. for what they're doing in the stadium. Yeah. And, like, I told you, it was cinematic enough where it was like, oh, it's still... Like, it, they're stuntmen. Yeah. And it looks b- cool to see Kenny fucking one-wing angel him from, Off like, of like, two stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Like it was, it was just a fucking fun time. Like I would be down to watch that again, just to yeah. Because it's not even really like there's no, you don't even really need to know what the fuck is going on. You can honestly just appreciate it for what it is. And they had the cheerleaders going on. Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> it was just fucking chaos like, it was, in the best way. Like, yeah. And it's so cool that they have the guy that owns the stadium as a friend because he lets them do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because they did something similar to this already before on just Dynamite, mm-hmm. where it was uh, Kenny and Matt versus, I think, Jericho and Sammy. Yeah. And that's where the golf cart originated and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember that. So, so yeah, they've been experimenting with this. It looks like that was probably like a trial run. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, let's go full fucking fledged. A hundred percent. And I, I think it's fine. I think it belongs with the product because yeah. they've always done little bits like that, but now they're just going all out. Yeah. No pun intended. Uh, Yeah, I think it's good for wrestling. Would you say that you're all in on the product? I'm not. A, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm more in than I was before. Yeah. I, I think I'm finally getting invested enough in the people. And I finally think they have like a diverse enough show that it's worth kind of investing in because at first you could tell they were trying to figure it out the fan base was obnoxious yeah they were all like they were like too defendant and it's like you know it can be bad right that's the only way they'll get better yeah and it was i think by the end of the year that people were like okay it has flaws it has flaws yeah yeah they were like this is wrong with this wrong and guess what now that all the youtube channels and shit are pointing out flaws they're fixing them so yeah uh yeah i i I thought it was a good pay-per-view overall um I have one more. Do you think that they're going to do this once we're back to normal once in a while? A pre-recorded thing or what do you mean? Yeah. Mm. I think they might do it with the older wrestlers. I was going to say, I think with specific guys like 
where you had kind of the Undertaker and Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, I think, would excel if you continue him in this kind yeah, of format. If, if all his big matches were like this. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I think it could really work. And I think that the viewership that they've been getting and the support that people have been giving all these kinds of matches where everyone's like, oh, this is entertaining. I want to see this. Mm-hmm. I think they have... They won't do it as much, obviously. Because well, no, because the live show at the end of the day... It, is... You're paying to go to a live show, not a pre-recorded, right? And so I think you will be seeing this more than before. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, from what they, from what I can tell, they know how to yeah, make I mean, they, these kinds of they've things. They've had it down for a bit. I think AEW has been doing it. I think they did it better here. They did it better here compared to Money in the Bank. Yeah. But that Undertaker match is still probably the best one of all these pre-recordeds, in I, my opinion. Uh, Yeah. I think it has the most behind it, like in terms of, because it's not just complete nonsense. Like, yeah, it's goofy. It's pretty, and sh- yeah. It's pretty dumb and stuff like that, but it works as a send-off for Undertaker. No, it's and like that's a tribute, what puts yeah. it over, I think. Over all of these? Yeah, but even the Bray one, I think, was... In terms of, like, what a cinematic type of match thing is, it was better than this, but... Yeah. Now that we're getting into the the weirdness of, like, the Money in the Bank match and this, like, mm-hmm. I think AEW... Oh, I think, yeah. Better. Well, I think because AEW's just built more for that kind of style. And then, surprisingly enough, those characters are... People are more invested into them than just the six random people in the Money in the Bank. Well, to be fair, their Money in the Bank was pretty they didn't select the best people. that's what i'm saying yeah, like they like, did it better because they put all their fucking names, best talent yeah. Yeah, and in the same match so mm-hmm. it, then that works yeah so if you can do it do it yeah that's for sure uh yeah that's all i had for that do you have anything else honestly no overall I, it was an entertaining show i mean there's not much to watch right now yeah, but the, it, it wasn't boring no like the, sh- the show as a whole no, it wasn't boring, and then I think the real highlight is obviously this whole last match. It's kind of long, but I think it has a oh, lot of like good an hour? moments. I think it was less than like an hour. 40 minutes? I think it was like 45. It wasn't short. Like no, it all. wasn't short. It was on the longer side, but I think this was a really entertaining fucking match. Mm-hmm. And I think it's worth the pay-per-view alone. There's a couple other matches that hold it up, but I think overall positive. I agree. I thought it was a good pay-per-view. I thought it was better than Money in the Bank for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're doing the people in the crowd better. Yeah, because they have more personality. Because they're using it to build those characters as well. Yeah. Because uh, you're starting to see them be goofier and stuff, more so than just vignettes and stuff. And don't forget the addition of the greatest wrestler of all time. The pineapple. Pineapple Pete. Yeah, <laughs> I still don't get it, but... I think they're doing that better. I think they're doing the pre-recorded stuff better. I think they're finally taking advantage of the characters that they have. Mm-hmm. Like they're starting, they're finally becoming a little more mainstream, and people kind of have stuff to follow. Yeah. As their roster gets bigger, there's more people out there, so I wouldn't doubt if they catch a few new other news. Yeah, I, I think I'd he'd love benefit. Rusev. I think you need more people like him. So mm-hmm. you, even if it's to holster the mid card, because your mid card is weak. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I thought it was a really fun show. Is that where you're at? Yeah. Cool. So that was AW Double or Nothing. I said we were going to do a 15-minute podcast. What are we at? We're about an hour in. Uh, So it's an hour. I don't know. I don't know who listens to these. You're but if, welcome. If you followed it, you know, we went on a lot of tangents. Um, I guess we'll see where the wrestling takes us. But 
I think we're just going to do a few more podcasts this week, actually, because we got to do one on Mortal Kombat. We're going to do one on The Lovebirds. That one's probably going to be shorter. It's a comedy. You say that, but... We will try. (laughs) All right. And then, hopefully, I think they just canceled on me live on air. Uh, We were going to do it on Friday, the Cowboy Bebop, but at this point, maybe we'll just do it ourselves. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about it, rewatching it. Mm. Yeah, there's still scheduling conflict, so it's kind of hard to get four people together during a pandemic, believe it or not. Really? Uh, Apparently. (laughs) So, yeah, maybe we'll just do a retrospective on uh, Cowboy Bebop ourselves. Uh, I don't see why not. And then I want to do a. I'm I'm debating was that what academia? to come. That uh, I wanted to do like a sibling discussion, sibling disagreement. I'm still trying to decide what the segment will be called, but we have a very heated debate here <laughs> at the. It's been Just raging Hanging for Studio. days. <laughs> yeah, in which I think Star Wars has worse prequels than Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and then we're we're gonna discuss about how fucking wrong you are no i okay yeah we're gonna save it for a podcast but i think i'm right and i can prove why i'm right we'll see uh so that might be a fun podcast to just kind of let loose and be silly uh but we're gonna have to buy another mic after that i'm gonna fucking destroy (laughs) (laughs) no no don't you fucking (laughs) oh my god (laughs) he's got a gun (laughs) uh but yeah that, that'll, that'll be fun uh we always have a lot of content planned now the execution part is uh has been a little bit lacking and they just hang in our, av- our average is about once every three months. <laughs> yeah you know we'll, we'll get like one or two good weeks every three months where yeah. we're really motivated but uh yeah you know it's still a hobby we don't get paid for it so uh and also if we feel like we can't bring a good podcast in then we don't even do it because then we don't even have fun doing it Mm -mm. and then when we do we end up doing a fucking hour on a three-hour pay-per-view so you could have just watched the pay-per-view half of the fucking (laughs) pay-per-view in the time it took you to listen to this uh but it's fun you know (laughs) just hanging just hanging uh so yeah that's it for today's episode um there's some people that actually listen to these all the way through jesus so we got to thank them i don't believe you uh and yeah i think i'm gonna hit the the send-off music i really we really need a theme song eli was gonna come on for cowboy bebop he makes beats anime beats so i can might... it be in japanese <laughs> of course <laughs> oh thanks. so i might commission that see if he can make us a cool chill intro i'm thinking like a cool like uh like those beats to study to just something kind of mellow that we can introduce the podcast in uh, and then i just shout obscenities over it right sure Said, it would make me happy the needle does not move either <laughs> way is what i've learned hey we could have the best podcast of our lives just so you know and the, people will not listen just so you know i had as a clause in the and, contract when i became an employee here and then the fact that we make wrestling episodes when no one we know watches wrestling and tries to listen to this <laughs> podcast so everyone's like well i try to listen to it but it's about wrestling hey, hey we got a review on what was it itunes about doing wrestling podcasts. yeah like, you guys should do more and it's like probably shouldn't it's like uh, statistically we should have made we take our show <laughs> we take our show every time we do one like i said the more episodes the less viewership it's we're we're trying to shoot for zero no entiendo. we're trying <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're trying to get to zero we're almost there yeah i mean 
I don't know. People still click on it. I don't know if they're just fucking with me or just so they <laughs> yeah, it's a part of the podcast. Uh, but I think whoever listens to this point at this point, I would have clicked out of it already. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. That's been episode thirty-six of the most popular podcast in Siggy's brain. Stump. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. uh, you got me, you motherfucker. Uh, so yeah, uh, we'll we'll see you guys next time. I still uh, think Joe Rogan ranks above this one on your in your brain. Yeah, it probably does. Shut up, see. I am collecting. Ah, that's the tether verse. Alright, alright, we'll see you guys. Good job. You're gonna do your bye? Bye bye. He's a good singer, bro.